Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today I am speaking to my colleague Sandra. And Sandra, you grew up speaking both English and French, so you are truly bilingual. Is that right? If that's possible, yeah, I think I am. And so why is it that you grew up in both these languages? Well, my uh, my mum's English and she came to Geneva because she was uh, appointed with the WHO. And uh, so all the family came here and so I grew up here. And at home we used to speak English, but I learned French at school. Okay, so you were born in England. Yourself? Yes. Okay, and you came here. Okay, yeah. so even, and then is your father a French speaker? No, my father's Italian. Okay, and do you speak so Italian as I well? I speak Italian too, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that until just now. Yeah, so um, I think French and English are my two, if we can say, two mother tongues. Mm-hmm. And then Italian I learned when I went to, to Italy on holiday with my grandparents and that kind of thing. That's very interesting because a lot of people here in Geneva are, are kind of the opposite of you, which is that they're, they're Swiss and they speak French at home and if they go to an international school, then they speak English at school. Okay, and so when you first went to school in French, was that, did you struggle a little bit with that? Uh, well, I can't really remember, but what I can remember, and um, I'm going I'm to compare with my brother, who's seven years younger, um, so when we were first here, my mum couldn't speak French or really understand it. So when I used to come back from school and wanted to speak the French I was learning, she was... Well, I'm sorry, Sandra, I can't, I, I don't understand what you're saying, and uh, can you repeat in English? And so I was forced to keep speaking English. But my brother, who was born seven years later, my mum, of course, had learned a bit of French and all that. And um, so when he spoke French, uh, she answered back. But she answered back in English, but still she understood what he was saying. So, uh, funnily enough, my brother doesn't have such... I think he has a bit, some difficulties with pronunciation, a bit more of a Frenchy accent in, in some uh, respects. Okay, yeah. that's very interesting. Because really the parents sometimes have to force themselves to speak one language or another. Yeah, and they have to keep speaking their own mother tongue. And sometimes, I know that in some uh, families who immigrated, the parents wanted their children to... Um, to integrate, yes, they wanted them to integrate so well that they spoke French to them, although they were maybe Spanish or Portuguese or, or whatever of a nationality. And so I think that's a big shame, yeah. And that's exactly what happened in my family, actually, because my grandmother and both my grandparents were Dutch and they immigrated to Australia and they spoke only English with their children. Oh. And none of their children speak any Dutch at all. That's really, yeah, it's a big shame, isn't it? But that it? was in the 1950s, you know, so they thought, okay, it's a new life, it's a new beginning here, yeah, let's integrate in that way, but now when you look back on it, um, you wonder if that was the, the right choice or not. Yeah, well, I think now we're much more aware about all this, and for example, my brother has a son, and he speaks to him in English uh, all the time because he really wants to make sure that he'll grow up bilingual. Yeah, and I had a student recently who was bilingual French and Spanish because of her parents. She had one and one of each, 
and she's only speaking French to her daughters here in Geneva. And they're at the age now that one of them, I think, is seven, the other one is 12. If she doesn't start speaking Spanish to them, then they won't learn it. Yeah. Especially the 12-year-old as a true uh, kind of native language. Yeah. And also because I, I read uh, in, a, in a magazine that there was children can pick up languages so much easier because they don't think about, okay, am I saying this correctly or not? They just repeat. And so that's why it's, so, it's really useful to start at an early age and not wait. Yeah, so with your three languages, you basically haven't really learned them at all. You just kind of yeah, spoke them. Yeah, so that was interesting when I wanted uh, to become a teacher. Then that's when I had to really analyze the language and say, oh, okay, we say it that way, but why? And uh, I realized that in class, sometimes I... You know, a student asked ask me a question, I'm like, hmm, good question, yeah, why do we say it that way? And so I have to go back and look it up or, or ask uh, my colleagues or, you know, that kind of thing. And so you teach both French and English and sometimes on the same day, right? Yeah, yeah, So absolutely. is it difficult at all to switch between the two? Um, no, it's not that difficult, but it's completely different way of teaching. Right, I was, I was going to ask you about that as well. Yeah, yeah uh, that's what's really fascinating is that French is, for me, is much more technical and you've got to be very clear from the beginning what you're doing and how you're going to present it because then, later on, it could, you know, problems could come up because, oh, I forgot to say this thing, you know, or, uh, you know, the, the feminine, masculine, plural and all that comes up in a big mess after. So, yeah... But in English teaching, we enjoy the mess. Is that uh, in English that teaching? Point? It seems to me it's at the beginning. It's simpler. Okay. Uh, I think you can say things and and pick them up um, quickly. French, you really have to also pronunciation and uh, yeah. Yeah, because in in English teaching, there's a lot of work going on 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 methodology. How do we teach? It keeps changing and developing. And now we're all about student-centered learning, mm -hmm. and French is maybe a bit more old school. Absolutely, yeah, definitely more old school. Um, and, and it shows also, I think, in the materials, in the, the books, the course books, uh, English course books or English language uh, learning are quite fun. I mean, they try to use topics that are quite uh, modern and, uh, and create a, a, mean, a reason to communicate. And French is much more based on grammar and how, you know, the language works and how it functions. And so it can be a bit off-putting, maybe. And so do you, are you able to use some of those things that, that you know as an English teacher in your French teaching, or do you really... Yeah, yeah, I really use... I, I use a lot of the setting a context and functional language in my French classes, and I try... Okay, I have to teach a grammar, but I try to make it... Um, more yeah more communicative because I set it in a context and then we're going to look at the grammar a little bit and maybe not go so in depth compared to uh, other people okay. and do you have a favorite language of the two of them um I like the I like English because I think it's it's maybe more uh, open and because of you know you learn and Okay, the word Google comes up and suddenly it becomes a verb and, you know, you use it every day and it changes and it's accepted. In French, it's, 
there are barriers and you know you, you can't just uh, integrate new words uh, so easily. No, that's true and I think that's because of the history of the language that English has borrowed words from many different sources so it, it, it's a language yeah. that can accommodate new words very easily. Um, I thought you were going to say French. I like French. I like French um, because I like I like reading in French. I think there's a lot of uh, beautiful words and uh, the, the structure also is a bit more, do you say flourished? I don't know how to say it like that. But yeah, uh, but I like the way, how, uh, the way English is so direct. Uh, that's interesting. Because I think in general, French speakers are very proud of French. Hmm. I'm not really sure if English speakers think of English in that way. Um, but you know, I remember when I was first taking French classes when I first arrived here, and you would, say, you would be in the class and you would say something like, why can't you say it like this? And then the teacher would say, parce que c'est pas de la musique. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not music. Oh, yeah. And in English, you would never say that. Um, you just say, yeah. well, it sounds wrong or it's wrong. Yeah. Um, but it just seemed like there was a certain level of, of thinking that it was, it was more than words. It was something greater than that. Yeah. But what I find interesting in English is uh, the intonation. And there is a music. It is quite musical, uh, and the, you know, like when you say, "Oh, really?" You know, you would never say that in French. That's interesting. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. It was nice speaking to you. Thanks for listening to English in Ten Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.